Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome back to Claret and Blue. My name's Dan Rowlands and I'm joined this afternoon for a final away day preview of the season for Ashley Brees. Uh, Ash, you've, your last away day coming up as as report for the Birmingham Mail. How do you feel about that? Away day, yeah. Last game of this, uh, last away game. You usually dress up, don't you, in the away end? Am I should yeah. go in a Spider-Man outfit or something in the press box? <laughs> Just for a, for a laugh. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, last last away game for me. No, nice little trip to Anfield as well, not far from where mm. I am. Um, decent one, and should, should be still, still something on it as well, Dan, isn't there? So big, big game. Liverpool, I think they've lost one at home all season. Um, mm. So good, really good test for, for Emery's Villa, and especially off the back of the Spurs win. Really good game, really good game Saturday. Looking forward to it. If that news, by the way, that you're leaving the role has come as a surprise to anybody, we did do a video about it um, at the start of the week, so I'll link that down below if you missed it. I was going to ask you, obviously you just mentioned fancy dress as a bit of a tongue-in-cheek. Are you doing anything special for it? Going out after or going up earlier to take some of the city in or anything like that? Or you just go to the game and come back? Yeah, it was work, work, work for me, Dan, you know. It's, it's, it's non-stop for the time, yeah. Um, do the game, come back, tap all my bits up in the morning. I'll be working till. God knows how long. So, um, yeah, proper work one. I think we're going to organise some work, Dan. I think, we're, mm. I think Matt said today, I'll go down the cricket, have a, have a blowout, one last blowout while I'm on the sports desk. Um, but, yeah, thanks for all the messages I've, I've received. The, the response has been incredible, really humbling. I mean, yeah, it's nice. response, the comments, all, all the love I've had of people has been blown me away. So uh, I can't thank everyone enough. And yeah, I, I hope I was all right for you, kind of thing. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's get into it then. The presser, Unai Emery, speaking to press today at Bodymore Heath. I always get confused whether it's a Friday or a Thursday, but it is a Thursday this afternoon. Yeah, they do Friday. Um, yeah, it seems to be pretty... I mean, is it Thursday for aways and Fridays for home? Is that the general... So seeing that one now, yeah, you spot on, because I think Villa yeah. will travel up tomorrow, won't they? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't always fall like that, though, but most of the time. Yeah. Um, I've asked you this the last few weeks. I might as well continue the theme since it's the last couple. How's the food? Anything special? Food today? It was good because I, pl- I played in a press match this morning at the Hawthorns. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm pushing it. We lost 7 1. It was a bit, oh, okay. bit, bit of a hammering. <laughs> a bit of a hammering that the West Brom lads had some young lads on there. I was in the midfield. I was, I was doing a t- few people's jobs. I got, got ran ragged. But um, so I darted there this morning, no breakfast. And then luckily, Villa had a big spread on. At the, at the press nice. conference, got there early. I had a few too many sandwiches, so I fueled back up, ready, ready to um, go again with, with with the work stuff. So yeah, good sandwiches, <laughs> nice tea, happy days. 
I love how we got like we flash up the press out or injuries or whatever. We need a new one. Be like, what was the buffet? What was the food options? It's like this is yeah. a segment every week. On to the more important stuff then, the press conference itself. Um, what's the vibe like at Bodymore Heath? Is it still optimistic that we can do something this season in terms of European football, or is it a bit more considered, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, very much optimistic, very much um still something to achieve now with two games to go. It's it's a weird weird situation, really, because a lot of the teams in the Premier League, those in mid-table, those that are safe, season's dead for them, isn't it, really? Whereas mm. Villa have still got two big games on the horizon. Um, we'll see what happens tonight with Brighton at Newcastle. Um, but I think it's going to be a shootout with Tottenham. So, yeah, it's full focus. Mm. It's long days at the training ground. Last last push is the vibe I'm getting. Last push. Can we keep at it? Um, and that, that's that's the way it's been. So, Emery's full of focus. He's, he's so... He, he, I can't stress it enough that he wants Europe so badly. I love Europe, he said today. I love it. I love these high-pressure games. Um, so he's, he's desperate to go to Europe. He always references, uh, for 15 years in a row, I played in Europe. So this is the only season in that time he hasn't. And he's, I think he's yeah. jumping at the bit to just, just get me in Europe. And I want to play as many games as possible. A few people have said, if, if Villa don't get into Europe, it'd be a blessing. If you ask ask Emery that, he said no. More, more games, the better. I can learn. He takes more more information from games. Yeah, he, yeah. Like you say, away from the, he's not one of the managers. We need more time on the training pitches. We need um, we need more recovery time. Emery just just play, play play games, just play games, and that's how he gets his um the best out of his, his teams and, and and the information he gets. So yeah, it's um, work 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 at Bodymore, and Emery's desperate for Europe. I like that. That's a, that's a great attitude to have. That's what you want from your manager. You don't want your manager to kind of settle for, oh, well, we've had a good season. It's probably not going to happen now. You keep pushing and keep pushing until it's mathematically impossible for Villa to, to achieve something, i.e. finishing the top seven. Um, just away from the press very quickly, me and John did a podcast in the week about predictions for the rest of the season. We did one a few weeks ago and I think it was six or seven games left and we tried to plot where Villa could, could finish. And I think I had us down in sixth and John had us in... in Possibly seventh, actually. Yeah. Obviously, it's now two games for Villa. Brighton have still got, is it four, including tonight? Newcastle, yeah. Southampton, Man City, and us. Yeah. Spurs have got Brentford Saturday afternoon, 12 30 kickoff, and the kind of psychological impact there. If Brentford gets something, what does that mean for, for Villa as well? Yeah. If I have to ask you to predict how many points Villa get in those final two and where they'll finish, how do you see that playing out? Because if Spurs win at 12 30, Villa. I mean, it's still not over because Villa could lose against Liverpool and then Spurs could lose on the final day against yeah. Leeds. We beat Brighton by a big enough scoreline for goal difference to mean something and it's still possible. Mm. But if Spurs have won at 12.30, I think most fans at least will be going, if we lose this afternoon to Liverpool, it's probably over. Yeah. So that is a kind of big psychological thing. I don't know whether the players will be aware of the scoreline from the Spurs game in the early kickoff or not. Mm. Uh, but yeah, if you had to predict that the running, how would you see it? Yeah, I think Villa just got to stand Tottenham's coattails, as it were. They've got to. I'm pretty disappointed with, with the news surrounding Ivan Tony. Obviously, he's, he's had his ban now. He's, he's not available against Tottenham on Saturday. I don't know why mm. they've done that. Two games remaining. Bit of a killer for Villa that one, given how important mm. he is. Um, <clears throat> but Villa, I saw Villa, a lot of that as well, but because <clears throat> I mean Brentford could theoretically still get Europe if us and Spurs lost both and Brentford won both. Yeah, I suppose it's if Ivan Tony can still play another couple of games. He could theoretically fire Brentford into doing something, but yeah. if he's been available all season, regardless of injuries or whatever, yeah. if he's been available for selection all season, but now for two games he, he isn't, 
that's an unfair kind of advantage for the opposition that a top top striker isn't available when could they not have just waited till the end of the season? I, I suppose it's to benefit it's to Brentford's potential benefit if he does stay and scores a couple of goals. So I, I kind of get it if the ruling is then they have to make the decision from then, but yeah. they've known about this all season. Like, I it know. could have been sorted either at the end of the season or <laughs> halfway through. And yeah. then it's a, a totally different um, predicament then. Yeah, it's very annoying. But like you say, in terms of the, how the season will pan out, Philip's just got to stay in touch and just make sure going into that last game against Brighton, summit's summit on it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Leeds mm. fighting for the lives on the last day. Big Sammy involved. Tottenham got to go to, to, go to Ellen Road. Mm, Tottenham have been great. So all I want, all I want for, for to happen is Villa going to the Brighton game, needing to win, beat Brighton on the final day, and the, the Europa Conference League is all yours. I'd love mm. that. Yeah, I think John said that he backs us to finish seventh. I think we'll, I think we'll, I think we could get four points out of the last two, but I'm still not quite sure if that'll That's be enough. So, yeah, yeah. If you, if you can get four points, I don't think as fans you can, you'd be able to throw anything at Villa and say we bottled it or anything like that. It's, yeah. you know, if you if you if you get three points, we've come a such a long way in such a short time. It's it's still going to be a successful season regardless. It's just we've got so close. It'd be great to to get over the line. I've just seen, by the way, on Twitter. Uh, Jürgen Klopp suspended from the touchline for two matches so he won't is be it? on the touchline for tomorrow, uh, Saturday's game does that have any impact? I think it will I think it will yes yeah I think it will given how, how pumped up he is how, how how animated he is on the touchline you see how he, 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 he has a go at his players and stuff like that I think that is a bit, bit, bit of a boost for Villa that is mm-hmm. to be fair Liverpool players always look over for Klopp for information and to get him rallied up again, and likewise, I think Klopp, I think Klopp rallies the fans as well. Uh, also, just not times. being in like the fourth officials here and stuff as well. Exactly, yeah. Which so you know, big that... games, home, home side, Liverpool, going to get the decisions, all those kind of cliches. Yeah. Not having Jurgen Klopp moaning at the fourth official, that's a benefit if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Are the omens in Villa's favour now, Dan? Let's see. But um, that's a, that's a bit of a boost for me, hundred percent. Mm. There's a lot of talk, isn't there, about this kind of like big Liverpool send off almost? It's a little bit reminiscent of the. Um, FA Cup semi-final you know and it was going to be that Steven Gerrard ironically it was going to be his I think 30th birthday or something for the, the FA Cup final the year that Villa yeah. beat them in the semi and it was almost like a, a guarantee that Liverpool are going to beat Villa in the semi-final and, and Steven Gerrard's going to have this fairy tale ending to his career and his birthday will be on the cup final and they'll, they'll win the cup and he, I think it was the season he was maybe retiring perhaps rather mm. than his 30th it kind of feels a little bit like that. It's like, oh, Bobby Firmino, this is his last game. Big party yeah. here. Milner's leaving, Keiter's leaving. You know, oh, we can confirm these four players are going. We're going to give them a big atmosphere at, at Anfield on, on Saturday. Now the manager's not there. And I'd love Villa to go there and throw the spanners in the works for this big, big party, their final home game of the season. Yeah. It's kind of feel reminiscent of that, that all the kind of media buzz will be about Liverpool and the push for top four. I'd love it for Emery to go there with a, a massive plan up his sleeve and, and win one nil and come away and we go, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're on the way to Europe ourselves. Forget what Liverpool are doing. Yeah, we can we can derail, derail their Champions League hopes as well. They want to get in the top yeah. four. They're a point off Man United. They're, they're fighting with them. And they've been also spoil the party on Saturday for sure. Emery will look look. Emery will, will have Villa set up in a certain way. He hasn't been impressed with Villa's home form of uh, away form of late. It's kind of mm. flipped, hasn't it? Villa are really good at home now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully they spoil the party. I'll sit in, make it difficult, and hopefully, yeah, get get a, get a really positive result. The flip side of that is we're playing in the blue kit. We've got a crap record in the blue kit. All of a sudden, it was the, again that's flipped. The third kit was the one everyone was yeah. kind of claiming had a curse to it, and the away kit was okay. <laughs> now the away kit it feels like we've not won in that for a while either. So that's not ideal, is it? 
No, and no, I've seen a few fans having a, having a pop. Why can't we wear the black and yellow kit? We're decent in that one. This, this blue one. Is it five ever won in it? Yeah. I'm not sure. Like I feel like I've seen something that we've not won for a long time in it, at least. But again, it might be just one of those things that it feels like that, but it yeah. probably isn't really. Um, we'll talk a bit about Alaman in a sec and Cameron Archer and some of the loanies kind of in the away from match day section. But let's go into the injury update. I saw the yeah. Villa tweeted their kind of graphic with a couple missing. I think it was Callum Chambers. It was was ill, was it? I think and missed missed yeah. the training session, but should, should be today. should be back. Um, and then Coutinho is the big one. Do you want to talk through that? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Coutinho is still out. He's out for the season now. He won't make the next two games. Um, he was, Amy was asked, "What's the problem with Coutinho?" Um, he just said he's injured, so didn't didn't, didn't go into detail about what the injury was. Yeah, disappointing. He spoke to Emery had a sit down with Coutinho this week at Bodymore. He's yeah, really, really disappointed. He said he's a little bit unlucky this month. Um, given he's out for I think it's eleven or twelve games with a hamstring injury, mm. obviously. And then he came back, was on the bench, and then he's he was missing last week. He picked up another injury. So yeah, been really, really disappointed because he played well against Arsenal. Didn't he? he scored that great goal? And you're thinking mm. Coutinho's showing a bit here. He could come on strong for the the, the, the running. And then ahead of the Everton game, he picked up a really bad hamstring injury. Out for the next 11 games, 12 games, and we haven't seen him. So I'm really interested to see how his future plays out now, to be fair, given, given the, the problems he's had. Um, I think he'd ask, I think Coutinho will be the first to tell you. It hasn't gone his way this season at all. So mm. um, is, his, is his body breaking down on him? You've got to wonder. He did burst onto the scene and into Milan. You, you, you've had a lot of games at a high level. And you're wondering, is his, is his body failing him a little bit now? Um, so there's, there's question marks over there. And and like you say, Emmy said, uh, the injuries are coming. We have to be patient. Now we'll wait for his recovery. He's not going to play this season. His season is over. So, yeah, disappointing, really. Do you think there's a possibility that his Villa career is over? Do you think we'll see him play in Claret and Blue again? Interesting, yeah. I think, that's still up in, I think that's still up in the air, to be honest, Dan. I think... I think Given Villa will, will go big in the summer, especially attacking attacking talent wise, they'll sign wingers, they'll sign a new number nine, and you do wonder where, where does where does Coutinho fit in there? Will he play just off a, a Watkins? I think I think it's up in the air. And how how bad are, how bad is his injury, and hmm. can he recover from it? There's question marks over him. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, how his situation plays. Obviously, back in January, a lot of interest from back home in Brazil. Coutinho came out publicly and said, "No, I want to stay here." Um, not interested in going back 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 home. He's part of a, a, a pretty strong clique, clique, clique isn't he? A body more, your South American contingent. Yeah, Tino is he's, he's big in the dressing room in that sense. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't think anyone knows um, whether his future is at Villa long term. Is it? I think he's mm. got a few years left in his deal. So we'll see how that plays out. It wasn't long ago, was it? That it was a year to the day that he was announced as a permanent yeah. signing. It was like last year's Player of the Season award, wasn't it? Yeah. Player of the Year award. So around this time of year, they confirmed that the loan was being made permanent. You know, it'll be on a decent wage. That'll be the the thing, you know, if, if, if Villa are trying to shift him out, how do you move a player on a contract with, with you know, it's on a high wage, especially if it's going back to somewhere like Brazil, not going to be able to match his wages at all. So Villa are going to have to pay something. It's an interesting talking about. I'll be interested to see what, what people yeah. in the comments think. Would you would you like Coutinho to stay around or, or would you get rid of him? I know it's not as simple as that, but he's only 30. If his body can recover and he has a decent pre-season, yeah. there's still a player in there with right, ability right. To, to offer something, even if it's off the bench. So I'd like it to work out for him, but I wouldn't be surprised if we don't don't see him play for us again. But you know, we'll wait and see where that goes. Yeah. Um, 
what next should we go for? Let's go. Let's go away from match day a little bit. Then this kind of little section that we do that's not about the game that's coming up at the weekend. Now, Emery was asked in the press conference about Matteo Alemania. What's happened there? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, what's happened? I know, I know. I was, I was hoping for a quiet couple of weeks, Dan. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah just, good luck with yeah, that. Nothing happening. Just, just doing my usual bits and jobs are good. And but yeah, yesterday's was it bombshell? The bombshell announcement wasn't it? Really coming out, coming from Barcelona. All the reporters in Spain had it. He's staying at Barcelona, Alemania. Um, that's the plan. He's, he, he was in Birmingham last week. We know that, and you're mm. thinking it's a formality now. I asked the Villa, asked Villa last last week's press conference announcement soon for Alemania. No, no, but yeah, talks are progressing. But yeah, Emery was asked about it today. Um, I read, I read it off. To be fair, it's, yeah, yeah, uh, So it was two weeks ago we were speaking about the possibility for him to come here. It wasn't. It was positive, and in the end, he's not coming. We were continuing our project and build up as a club and a team. He's a very good professional with experience. I know him. I sometimes meet with him, but we're focused here with the players we have in front. I think the projects we have in front. Hmm. And now I think he's hinted he, he wants he wants a man to he wants a director of football in. He said we will try to analyse someone to help us. But now Alemania will stay in Barcelona. And he was pressed. Why? 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 You know? Why is he staying? He says, um, "What is the reason? I think Barcelona is a very good team." We were speaking about the possibility, but he decided to continue in Barcelona. He was very respectful. I think he's had just a. I think he's just changed his mind, kind of thing. He wants to stay. I think Alemania wants to stay stay back in Barcelona. You might have seen the, the sides of Birmingham. Unfortunately, you know what? Nah, <laughs> I don't fancy <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, it's Villa will move on, and we'll see where they go with this one. But yeah, it, I think Villa will, will, will look to will look to bring in a director of football. Who that will be, I think we'll soon find out in the weeks to come. Mm, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because me and John did a, a an explainer piece like who is Matteo Alaman and and what will he bring to Villa? And the title was originally what could he bring, and then the report gone did start to gather pace a little bit. So I changed to what will he bring because it seemed a formality that he would be joining. Emery spoke about him specifically in a presser, which you kind of think players you know, managers never speak about players or staff or appointments if it's not going to happen because they just say oh he's Barcelona's man, we're not going to talk about it. So you think oh this is going to happen. I like all like, the theories that come with it. So for me, it was my day off yesterday when this news came. So I was just kind of scrolling later in the evening. There was kind of loads of things that he's turned up at Birmingham, like you said. I thought, nah, I don't fancy that. This is this is nothing like Barcelona. I'm going back. If that's the case, that's quite funny. I don't yeah. think that'll be the case at all. No. Um, all these talks about oh, um, the, the thing that was sold to me that Villa are going to have loads of money to spend, but they haven't got money to spend. I don't buy that either. I think I think we're we're fine money wise in terms of FFP and all those kind of things. Mm. There's the kind of internal politics at Barcelona about Jordi Cruyff. He was there with him, and then he left. Now Alemán is like staying at Barcelona. Was that just kind of like some plot to break up Barcelona so he can take more power there? Like maybe, yeah. It's such, a, it's such yeah. a different thing. I'd like to think that Villa haven't got themselves embroiled in a internal politics thing at Barcelona and, you know, been a pawn in, in their kind of game plan or, or, or however you want to assess it. 
I also hope that it isn't the case that he's come over and thought, oh, now they've got no money to spend. I don't want to be a part of that because if that was the case, Emery wouldn't be here. Uh, yeah. An elite coach wouldn't have took the job if he if he didn't know there was funds funds to spend. It's probably just the case that they've had meetings, they've not been able to agree. He was always having this role of I'm going to stay at Barcelona for this summer anyway and, and kind of work there and, and work a bit there, work a bit here kind of thing. And it's just, you know, lines haven't crossed properly and it's just not been able to work and, you know, we could shake hands and, and go back to where we were. Um yeah, again, theories. It's kind of like, oh, if Emery's not got his number one choice, is, is he going to be annoyed about that? And, and what happens next for Emery if he hasn't got his man and all these kind of things? Mm. It's just a case of wait and see, isn't it? Because yeah. we could rock up with a new sporting director in two weeks' time and we go, oh, yeah, he looks like the real deal. Because yeah. let's face it, when me and John did that video, I said in the start, and there'll be loads of others that agreed, no one had heard of Matteo Alaman before that. So to now be like, gutted that we're missing out on him is just a... A kind of fake emotion that we've created off the back of what we yeah. think we're going to get. It's yeah. not going to happen. We move on. I'm sure we'll all be absolutely fine with without him anyway. The piece you wrote yesterday or this morning about Emery's the main man. I'm not really bothered about who who is around him. Like, yes, yeah. it's important to him. But as long as Emery is okay with what's going on, I'm okay with it. So it's a strange one to be involved with, but ultimately I don't really think it means anything. Because no. if, if he wants a sporting director, he'll get somebody. And if he's happy with that, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, Cameron Archer's future, is that one you want to touch on a little bit and the, and the lone lads? Yeah, yeah, I asked him about that. I dropped some quotes out tonight. Um, I just asked, well, what's the situation? Is Cameron Archer, I use the word Emery likes, capacity he likes, which is capacity means is he good enough, basically. I said, mm. does Archer have the capacity to play in the Premier League for you? Um, he's been impressed with him. He's gutted. Middlesbrough went lost last night. He wanted Archer at Wembley. But um, he's, he'll have talks with, I think he might be sporting director, Johan Langa. He'll have talks with Perslow as well about the loan lads. In t- he said 10 days' time, they're going to sit down, assess the the, the, the loan lads. I think you're talking Archer, Ira Boonham, Philogene, people like that. Mm. I know a lot of them won't have futures, but we'll assess it. And so he's going to, he's going to sit down with them next week, well, after the Brighton game, that, that following week, and see who he wants, who, who he doesn't want. I think Archer will, will stick around. But um, I think his future is still up in the air at the moment. We'll see. Emery's stressed that he wants a new number nine. He made that point a couple of weeks ago. He still wants an experienced striker to come in. Um, so you've got Watkins, new number nine. What's going to happen John, John Duran next season? Will he go out on loan? Uh, and then Cam Archer? Will, 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 what will he want to do? Does he want to sit on the bench most weeks and be an impact sub if he, if he is that? Or does he want to go out and play week in, week out, score bags of goals like he has been doing? So, big mm. question, big, big, big question to have had over Archer's future. And we'll see how that plays out as well. Um, interesting people in the comments. What do you think? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll keep him around at all costs. I mean, goal scorers are worth the weight in gold. He's, he's, he's banged, he banged him in this season again. It was a test for him to go out. Can you, can you come again and, and shine in the championship? Certainly did that. And, and yeah, I'll keep him around, but we'll see how Villa play. And, but I mean, I'd be interested to see how the fans, I think the fans want to take him back as well, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I'd have thought so. Um, let's move on. Predicted 11. If you were Uno Emery, sat up on the coach to Liverpool or the plane or whatever they do or the train, what 11 would you be working out as the best to beat Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool? Yeah, I'd bring in Kamara. I think, I think I'd, I'd draft in Kamara straight away. Um, mm. Bit of a shame, really, because McGinn played, played brilliant last week in that. The eight roll, didn't they? He just ran One the of his show. Best games in a while, yeah. He bulldozing past everyone. Tottenham didn't want to know. 
Um, Liverpool, have, Liverpool have three midfielders in there tomorrow. And yeah, I think I would like McGinn in there as well, just to ruffle them up. But if you bring in Kamara in, he's going to partner Doug, Douglas, isn't he? And you, you push, push McGinn out wide right. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, I'll rattle it off. I'll go Martinez. I'll keep Youngin. I'll go Conta, Mings, Moreno. McGinn, Kamara, Douglas Louise. I'll keep Jacob Ramage on the left. And then Bailey or Buendia to partner Watkins in that little hole. Uh, I'd go Buendia. Buendia, yeah. Bit more Score. You know <laughs> what you're this, is, this is a minor point, but when we played Everton away, he scored. A similar area. <laughs> not, not, really. not far away from there, is he? Stanley Park, yeah. Play up in Merseyside and he'll score again. Just go off that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, I mean, there's not many, there isn't many options, is there, as we've said, no. all, all the way through. Like, yes, the, there's a fit squad again now, apart from Coutinho and, and, and possibly Chambers. Um, but really, what could you change like, on the left-hand side? It's it's pretty much Ramsey, isn't it? Yeah. On the right-hand right. side, it's pretty much McGee. Like, it, the only position you can really feasibly change is possibly Diego Carlos, possibly Matty Cash, and whoever it's behind or alongside Watkins, Bailey, Buendia, Traore. It's one of those three. So, our options aren't brilliant at the moment, which is why the summer window is so important. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to think Emery's been cooking up a plan to, to stop Liverpool and, and spoil the party. Um, let's go predictions. This is a big, big game now, isn't it? We said Spurs last week. If you if you win that, you're still in with a, with a chance until the last game or two. You kind of feel the same way about Liverpool. I said at the start, if you do lose Liverpool and Spurs pick up points, it's still possible on the final day. If Spurs take a batter at Leeds and we batter Brighton, yeah, it's still doable, but very unlikely. So do you feel like we have to get something at Liverpool here to, to keep Europe alive? And, and will we do that? Tough one, isn't it? They've only, lost, they've only lost one in 18 at home this season, Liverpool. Hard place to go. They're on such good form. Is it six or seven in a row yeah, now? Yeah, and the balance, they're flying. And they really want their Champions League place as well. So but so are Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, I'll snap you out. I'll take a draw. I'll take a draw 1-1. And we'll go again, go, go again the following week. Brighton at home, pack tight mm. Villa Park, and then try and pump them and then get Europe. Um, yeah, 1-1 tomorrow. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll take a draw now. It'll be difficult. We know that they're on fire, especially in the, the, those forward areas. Mm. But so, so Villa going to that full of momentum. Do you know what I mean? Off the back of the last week's performance, there's real belief now. No pressure really on Villa. They've done the hard part. They deserve yeah. this opportunity to go to Liverpool and, and, and get a result and, and, and try and get Europe. So shackles off and, and go for it. Go for them. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the draw as well. I've said a couple of times on the channel recently that. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying Villa will go to Anfield and win, but it's it's possible now under Emery that I, I don't write any game off apart from probably Man City, but they're a, a freak of a side. Mm. I look at any any team and any opposition, I think we could theoretically do something there and in years gone by, you'd have just gone Anfield away. Probably going to lose. Let's write that off and we go again next week. I don't feel like that as of today. I might mm. feel a little bit differently as, as we kick off and think, oh, we are at Anfield, here we go, this is difficult. But as, as of today, you think, now nah, back us to, to give anyone a really good game at, at the very least. So I'll go with a draw as well. I'll go one all, boring to match you, but uh, I'd, I'd absolutely take a point with the chance that if you beat Brighton next week, you're probably going to do it. Um, 
I think that's it for this match preview. That's your last one as an away game. It will be your final match preview this time next week or this time tomorrow next week for Stick the Brighton game. Body more briefing? Body more brief? You can stick with that one. I'm not sure. I, I did in the document. Me and John have got to plan things. It was body more brief, and we changed it to body more briefing to just get away from the underpants line. But it's, it's not got the same ring to it, so I'm body unsure. It's still match brief at the moment, and that's the way it'll stay until we think of something better. So what the fans um, and the viewers say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all for suggestions. I'm all for it. When body more brief was a fan suggestion, so we've already thrown that one in the bin. Um, a quick plug for Claret and Blue Live. Our live show will be two weeks today, as we record this Thursday, the first of June. Um, the graphic I made with you on Ash, I've now deleted that and replaced you with James Rushton, well, yeah. filling in for your spot. Uh, it's a cheeky little Photoshop. John, John's hands aren't the best. I won't look too closely. Um, James Rushton will be joining us on the panel to discuss basically the second half of the season. Uh, tickets to that show at Hockey Social Club are free. There's a link down below. We'd love you to come in and see us. We're about 80 tickets away from a sellout. We've sold, I say sold, it's free, 281 as of Class. right this second, which is a, a huge number, double the size of our first show. Um, so it'll be a great, great evening, and we're we're still gutted Ash, that you're not going to be there. But hopefully I am James as well. and a, a fellow great bar geezer will will step in and do a decent job. Yeah. Um. So yeah, free tickets uh, available in the link down below. Ash, thank you very much. Enjoy your Pleasure. final away game as the Aston Villa reporter for Birmingham Live, um, and we'll see you hopefully Saturday evening for the post match show. And uh, talking about positive results, Villa will be huge. Thanks yeah. everyone for watching. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your thoughts and comments. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa. Up the villa.